Ready to get your business social media on? Settle in, because leveling up your business social media is here on the EGen Solutions Podcast with host Jennifer Sennett. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. This is another episode of EGen Solutions, the podcast series, and I'm really excited to bring to you today Krista Arthur from The Joy Code. She is actually founder of Joy Code, and you can find her by going to myjoycode.com. And I'm excited to bring her on the show today to kind of talk a little bit about video because Chris has been really utilizing that aspect of social media to help promote her business, get her message across, and really connect with people. So without any further ado, hello, Krista. How are you? Hello. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and I'm excited to have you here because we also know each other as a, on a friend basis too. So this will be even more of a fun podcast than usual. Yes. You're my drinking buddy. My, my long distance drinking friend. We have wine time. Yes, we have wine time. Sometimes martini time. That's true. We yeah. do have martini time. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about yourself because just a little bit of your background and how Joy Code came to be. It's a great oh, story. Yeah. Well, Joy Code, it's actually been an evolution. I've been teaching meditation, mindfulness, um, doing intuitive sessions with people for about 17 years. And it was always kind of a side thing. And I had a marketing business that I was developing. It's a long story. So I'm going to give you just the highlights. <laughs> um, and then probably in 2017, because I was looking back at uh, journaling, my uh, some old journaling notes, I decided to do this full time, which is, you know, launch a business around mindful living and the name that came to me is joy code and so joy code is a threefold path to healing joy uh healing soul loss and finding joy so it's really about the intangibles of life mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i repeat that again when did you start to really focus full-time on you know what code? i thought it was longer than that i thought it was back in 2016 but i was looking at some notes and it was 2017 january when i really decided yeah. to say this is my path this is my passion this is what i want to do and not have it just be something on the side but really develop it so that i can move into working in it full time yeah. And that has always been your goal. And here we are in 2018. So I actually, 2018, we're almost, well, we're, at, we're more okay. than halfway through, yeah. but it's been a process. And you have, the reason I really wanted you to come on here is that you have really utilized Facebook live very yeah. well yes. and videos. And you've been doing videos for a while. It's not like you just suddenly did videos in 2017, because as no. you said, you've been doing meditation, you've been doing a lot of that. And so anyway, uh, I just wanted to bring that out. Yeah, no, I actually started doing the videos this year and it really has been, I think, a game changer. I really love doing the live videos. On That's what I was going to say, because yeah. you, you've done, you've, this year you've done the, the live videos. You've done yeah. pre-recorded ones previously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I love the level of engagement that you get with the live videos and it gives people an opportunity to know you. And the other thing that I like about it is you can only rehearse up to a point. I mean, you have to be relaxed and feel like, the, like you're really talking and you are, you're talking to people, you know, and really be present with them. And if you make a mistake, which I do all the time, you say something, you know, that, oh, you just keep moving. You just have to keep moving through it. 
and I really like the videos. I really like doing the live videos, and then I do other videos that are pre-recorded because there's specific content I want to I want to get out. Right. Mm -hmm. And how long would you say you do your Facebook live videos? Like how many minutes? When I first started, they were, they were kind of long and they were about maybe 10 to 20 minutes. Cause I was wow. doing daily prayer. Remember, I don't know if you yep. remember that I was doing a daily reading and a daily prayer and people really love that. And now they're much shorter. So I keep them to about seven minutes. Sometimes you can give away too much content and it doesn't encourage them to look more deeply into your website and want to work with you. So I had to find the balance there. Yeah. In fact, and I'm, I hope I'm not putting you on a spot, but didn't no. that, that happen too, where someone didn't purchase a program because they're like, well, I'll just keep watching your free videos. That was a big wake up call. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of marketing is getting feedback and so you can't, think you're going to hit a home run the first time out, you know, you're not going to right. unless you're extraordinarily lucky, but it, you get a lot of feedback. And some of the feedback I got was I'll just watch you. Yeah, I'll just watch your live video and I don't need to go deeper into the program. Right. But with that, that led me to do two things. One, it was information that I was giving too much that people were satiated. It's like the, if you eat the appetizer and you're satiated from the appetizer, you don't really want the main meal. Right. Right. So um, that was uh, one thing. The other thing is, is that the content that I was giving was too similar to the content that I was selling. If they're too filled up on the appetizer, they're not going to want the main meal. And isn't it true that when you have an appetizer, if we stick with that, cause I love food, you know, I love to eat that typically if you're going to have steak for dinner, you're not going to have a steak appetizer. Right. 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 So you want an appetizer that's complementary to the main meal, to the main meal, to the main product, but isn't the same product. And I think that was a big confusion as well. So there was a lot of feedback in that test that I had done. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. And I think that's a great lesson too, especially when people are just starting out is there's a tendency to give away a lot because you're excited about yeah. the, you know, your passion is there and yeah. I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think too, that like the most important thing was to differentiate the appetizer from the main product. Yeah. They, they are complement, but you don't give them the same because then it's like, well, I already did your morning prayer. What do I need to sign up for more prayer stuff with you for? So there was that too. Mm -hmm. But it also gave you insight that people were really liking it and finding use in it. Yeah, they do like it. And I'm actually going back to a version of it again, because I, but not 20 minutes, just maybe seven minutes. I think this last one I did was a little bit longer, but once I get to talking, sometimes I can't stop. I was just going to say, because going back, you said your first ones were 10 to 20 minutes. I have a really hard time, believe it or not, talking mm -hmm. for 10 to 20 minutes. Because <laughs> yeah. when I do Facebook Live, and you can go on my Facebook, I'd like that's a hard one for me, is just yeah. to talk by myself, I feel. <laughs> for, I don't even know if I've gotten two or three minutes out. How do you, like, how, because you're doing a prayer, so that's obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. I'm so excited about the material that I'm excited to share it. And okay. I, and I feel like when people come back to me, they're catching the consciousness of the enthusiasm. They'll say, Oh, you're so joyful. Well, I hope so because the name of my business is joy code, you know, <laughs> and sometimes I go off topic a little bit and then come back around. 
because it really is about being real and being in the present moment and not being rehearsed. You know what I mean? So I have my bullet points. This is how I do it. I have a topic and then I have bullet points. Depending on your personality, some people might want to write everything out, but people love the extemporaneous stuff, you know, when you kind of go off topic and it's like, oh, that reminds me about a story. So you might even want to have a note about a story that you want to tell with your topic. And you'll be surprised if you're excited about it and you're excited to share it, it might be something that you can talk about for five or 10 minutes. And I think too, removing this idea that it's a performance, you're not performing, you're having a conversation. Yeah. 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 And that's one thing that is making Facebook kind of push a lot of this out is because it's hard to fake that realness. It's not Mm -hmm. edited. Mm -hmm. You can't edit it. I'm sure someone along the way will figure out how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But for now, it's not edited. It's real. It gives authenticity, like you said, and that comes through in the videos, I think. Yeah, I love that. And I do notice a difference when I do a video that's not live. The energy is different. It does feel more in the can, but sometimes, you know, you have to do that. So I'm trying to incorporate more of the energy from the live videos into some of the videos that I have to pre-record. And I know we've talked about this and I know I'm very guilty of it. When you go to record, if you know that you can just turn it off and start again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it takes more time, I think, to do things because you're always stopping, editing, resaying things. And with live, you're just like, oh, well, I said that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally true. Yeah. I'll, I will over edit and do things over and over and over again. And again, I think it takes the energy out, you know, when you do that. So I, I try not to. That's yeah, because hard. it's been recorded 15 times previously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so unless you're an actor that can do yeah. a professional actor, which I am not, it, mm-hmm. you know, most people aren't, it yeah. uh, probably isn't going to be easy. How many Facebook Live videos do you do in, let's say, a week? It depends. I'll do at least one. For a while, I was doing four a week. And, you know, the engagement was really, really good. And so, you know, sometimes I would do stuff with me in my kitchen, you know, cooking, just showing joy code living, you know, I call it joy code living, living your joy. So I'll, I'll do things like that. Just, and those are only like a minute or two minutes. Sometimes I'll do them from my car, not while I'm driving. But if I'm pulled, you know, pull over before I get out of the car, I might do something live, but they're fun. Yeah. It feels like, and it's interesting, the same people show up oftentimes for the live videos. I don't know what people are doing all day that they're on <laughs> Facebook, but you know, whatever. So they show up and, uh, but at least one a week, I would do one a week. Right now I'm doing the 21 days of gratitude. So I'm posting a video every day and that's been a good challenge. And that's in a can, that's not live. Yeah. We record those videos and edit them. And so do you find that harder now that you've been doing Facebook live to do those pre-recorded ones? You know, it's funny. I, I almost wish everybody would start with video three because the first two still has that performance feel, right? Mm-hmm. But then, you know, now it's just, I do it in one take because I have to do so. I have to do one every day and I don't want to do five in a day for that because I want to do the practice with them, the practice of gratitude with them. So I need to show up for myself every day and show up for my audience every day. And so it's getting, I have to be fast. 
Yeah. I have to be fast. Yeah. Well, and that brings up another really good point is turnaround time for editing and doing a video. And I mean, I know for me and you let us know, but for me, the first couple of videos that I edited, oh my goodness, hours it took me because I didn't know what half of what I was doing. Yeah. But now it's, it's, it's a process. What about you? Yeah, I'm a lot faster unless there's, unless I need to pull things out of the video. So what I do is when I pre-record, so when we're done, I'm going to do a gratitude meditation day six. I'm going to go ahead and do that. And I have to leave. When I come back, I edit the front. I put music in the meditation. You know, I add a little bit here and there. It probably takes me about five or 10 minutes now to edit those videos. That's I don't good. spend a lot of time. And they're free content too. And I still want to give that feeling of, you know, this is live. I'm not doing it over and over again. Yeah. But yeah, they can take a while if you want to over edit. Yeah, they can. That's kind of what I was getting to is that along with finding your voice and finding uh, not not the performance, but you know, to get that feeling and to the time, because if you're giving away something free and you're doing it, it's, it's gotta be beneficial for you too. So, but how long would you say it took you to get all that editing down like a month? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like I said, with the live videos, you don't edit them. Once I got over the fact of having to record over and over and over again, and then edit stuff out, you know, it takes a long time is when you have to watch the whole video because you know there's a section in the middle that you need to take out. Then and how do you splice it together? Yeah, and that's why they typically, it will take three times. So if you do a video that's seven minutes long, plan on spending about 30 minutes with the editing. It's going to take you three times. If you do a video that's an hour long, depending on how much editing you have to do, right. you know, it'll take you three hours to edit that video. So once you get the learning curve down, and I don't think people need want overproduced stuff necessarily too. So that makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. Now, if you are a YouTuber or you're there doing, you know, the five top, so there are different platforms where that's necessary. Absolutely. For the typical business, I would say no until you've got a budget where you can hire someone to do all the editing, which is what I was going to bring up next is you are still doing your own editing Mm -hmm. because it just makes economical sense versus outsourcing at this point. Well, for what I'm doing too, and you and I have had this conversation before. We both have read Gary V's book. I can't pronounce his last name. One of his books. Vaynerchuk. Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, and he talks about each platform has its own voice. Mm-hmm. So there are things that I would do on Facebook that I wouldn't do on YouTube and yep. even on, on Instagram. So, you know, that creates quite a bit of work. So what I do with the Facebook video is I'll find a one minute snip, I'll snip it out and I'll put that on Instagram or I'll put, you know, a photo or something on Instagram to introduce it, watch it on my blog kind of a thing. But you're right. I wouldn't do what I'm doing for Facebook live on YouTube. Yeah, well, we discovered that too. We can, we yeah. can give that out that I noticed when I would download the Facebook Live video, because you can download Facebook yeah. Live videos into, uh, is it M, M4? I can't even remember the format. You can yeah. upload that video then to YouTube. I did do but, that. But what we found is 
YouTube and Facebook videos, I don't know how they know, but they just don't do well on YouTube. No, they don't. It, and it doesn't look good. And then I thought, yeah. you know, we watch YouTube on the television, you know? That's so, the other thing. You and know, Facebook, here I am. Yeah. It's yeah all Facebook great. doesn't allow you to change uh, quality. Yeah. As YouTube does. Yeah. So, so the quality's not great. And, and again, it, it's me sometimes in my robe or, you know, in a hurry or, you know, and, and I, that's, I would eventually, I'm going to do more on YouTube. That's more production has a higher production value. So we, I'm lucky because I work from home. I can do a lot of my own marketing and my boyfriend is a photographer and a musician. So, so you have uh, the music down. I have my music down. I get the lighting down. Usually he'll come and set up the lighting for me and we bought new, a lighting kit and everything. Nice. Yeah. But eventually I'd like to go to a studio and do, or build a studio in the house. That would be fun. I think yeah. you've told me this video is key. Yeah. Especially for what you do, because that's how people connect with you and become yeah. comfortable with you mm -hmm. is through video. Mm -hmm. Cute cup. <laughs> Yo, it's pretty. For those who are, who are not, who cannot see, she has a really cute coffee mug. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's not a wine glass. I should specify. No, no. It's too early. <laughs> not this time. Yeah. So what are your plans for Joy Code? Um, obviously, video has been a huge success for you yeah. in connecting with your audience. And as you said, you've been getting a lot of engagement with that. Yeah. How has that progressed with your business then? Have you it's, been able to see that connection work? Yeah, because what Joy Code is, there's a mystery school where I love that name. I know, right? It's a mystery school. So where we're working on developing our intuition, activating our wisdom, those kinds of things. And so I need to teach on video. So it's a natural progression for people to come off of Facebook or to watch me on video and then to engage with me in this way. So it's been really, really nice. Yeah. And, uh, and private clients too, when I'll have one on, I do see one-on-one -on -one clients, they will, they'll contact me, you know? So the video has been great. Unfortunately, I can't do all video. I am going to have some live classes. People still want to interact with you live, believe it or not but the convenience of video is just amazing. So, well, talk to us about live live video. How do you do that? Is that like a class or is that just like a one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah. No, well, it depends. So the class would be through Zoom. So I do a class and people can I can have up to 100 people in a class and we and I talk and I let them type in the chat or I'll take time for questions if they have questions. If they don't do it live, then I'll send them the video and audio recording the following, like okay. within 48 hours, I'll send that to them. So would you say the format is much like a webinar? Is that kind of the same idea? Very similar. Very similar. So I'll have to, I'll share my screen, you know, we'll have PDFs. It is very much like a webinar, but not as intimidating, I think. And so mm -hmm. people can watch the class live and then they can, or they can watch it at their, at their leisure when they have time. So is it just you then, or can they participate? They can participate if I let them participate. Like if I, <laughs> you know, you can not let them, but if yeah. they can ask questions and then they can be on video or they can do the questions in the chat. Oh, okay. So they yeah. have their choice of whether they, they want to be do. seen or. They do. And they'll email me. My people love email, you know, so they'll email me questions or they'll text me. 
I get questions everywhere, so I'll have to streamline that with the private clients. So yeah. it makes it it makes it great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to someone starting out with video? I would say just do it and get over being self-conscious about it. Just get into the habit of doing it. And if you can challenge yourself to do it, like you're going to do a video every day for three weeks, just so you can get into the rhythm of it, mm -hmm. um, make a commitment to doing it. But I think it's, it's well worth it to do the video and to invest the time and the energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How long would you say it took to really get, I don't want to say success as in a financial success, but how long do you think it took for you to get that feeling of, oh, this is working. People are listening to me. <laughs> you know what? It, what's interesting is almost immediately. Really? Yeah. And on my Facebook page, I mean, people were clicking in and even my friends and I was doing it really early in the morning because I, my children, I'd have to take them to school and you can see who's participating and who's watching. And so, yeah, I would get, I got people right away, right away. They didn't turn into clients right away, mm -hmm. but eventually I had someone reach out to me. I want to work with you. And when I was selling the, it was called the mentorship program. Now it's changed to the mystery school. It was easier. People feel like they know you, you right. know, they feel like they know you. And this is really funny, Jennifer. I was invited to a cabbie's. Uh, no. clothing. Okay. So in California, people sell this, it's like um, Avon for clothes. And so oh. someone said, will you come to my friend? She's having this clothing sale at her house. <laughs> it's called Cabbie. And I said, sure. So she has a beautiful home and I, I go over there and she goes, oh my gosh, I recognize you. I'm on your, your email list and I watch your videos. <laughs> and she said, she goes, I, I have a celebrity in my home, which is super ridiculous, right? But it gives people <laughs> that feeling that you are somebody because you're producing, you know, you're producing these videos. And, and I, I thought that was, I thought that was really interesting. You know? No, that's good. That and we I've heard that before with videos, especially when you do it on a local level, mm -hmm. that you know, you produce enough that people start to see it, regardless of whether they're really searching for you or they've mm -hmm. come across your video in some other way. A friend liked it and so they saw it in their news feed. Right. Or commented and it came up in a news feed. Right. Um, that actually is how a lot comes across. And mm -hmm. it can be like three or four touches of that before someone stops to look at you. So yeah. that's why continuing and being consistent is needed. Yeah. The consistency is really, really key, yeah. you know? So, and that's, you know, like I said, I, I put the 21 days is forcing me to be really, really consistent. For and 21 days. Yeah, for 21 days, but then you get into the habit of it mm -hmm. and I have a plan for what I'm going to do after and, you know, what I'm doing in between and, you know, and I wouldn't worry about saturation because of the way, you know, the algorithm works. Not everybody is going to see everything all at one time. So I haven't had a problem with that. I find that when I post more, I get more engagement. Yes. And so that's the key is to watch it though, because even going back to one of the things that you said, you said you do uh, or did the videos in the early morning, 
instantaneously is when you got it, but that's when there's less noise out there too. Right. And so don't discredit those off times for mm -hmm. doing video or, or content in general, because yeah. you can really hit a lot more people when there's less noise out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know. Do you have any funny story? Well, you just told us a story. You're like a local celebrity. I'm a celebrity to one person. <laughs> to one person. To one person. I'm a celebrity in her mind. Well, yeah. you don't know how many people are like looking at you and going, oh, that's her. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. She goes. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, I know I saw her somewhere. She looks so familiar. I just can't place yeah. her. Yeah. 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 So, um, what is your goal for this then? Like where do you do world domination? Yes. I do see joy code going, being a global movement. So, you know, I'd love to have tons and tons of people enrolled in, in the mystery school. The soul loss aspect of it is really done on a one-on-one -on -one basis. So the group program is the mystery school and I'm so excited. And the people that are in it really love it. You know, it's something that you do for yourself. It's just about the intangibles. I mean, when I watch stuff on the, you know, cause I'm always online too, watching things and doing my research and just because I am. And I see people talk about the law of attraction. Well, the law of attraction actually is a healing modality, but so much people focus on the stuff and the things, you know, more money, more cars, a better relationship, the things that they want that they think that are going to make them happy. And so I love offering to people that want it, that it resonates with them, this idea that you have everything that you need. You are a powerful person. You know, already you were born powerful. Let's activate that. Let's get at that. I have this vision of women, of empowered women everywhere. And just that feeling of being a leader in your life and feeling confident and feeling joyful, regardless of what's happened in your past, just excites me to no end. Yeah. So, yeah. That's very so good. Yeah. So I'm thinking in the next, you know, 18 months, we're going to see a big change. More people will hear about joy code and maybe one more person will say they think I'm a celebrity. Not that I care about that, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> Well, but I think this could, you know, easily open up to so many different channels for you as well, mm -hmm. such as books, events, guest show yeah. spots, mm -hmm. like this, but yeah. maybe with bigger, bigger names. Mm -hmm. You're on your way to being a big name. You're awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. Not just because she's my drinking friend and I haven't been drinking right now. I'm just drinking coffee. I so. know. And I have my water. So... <laughs> How boring. I know. But anyway, <laughs> but we're being good. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. This has been great, especially to know that, you know, the challenges of video and, it, and it's not easy getting up. Well, that, that's probably the last thing is getting over yourself, as you said. Yeah. And how did you, because I know we've talked about it like, oh, I have to put makeup on. I've got to do my hair. <laughs> I stopped doing my hair and sometimes I don't wear makeup. I mean, I do have to wear a little bit of foundation because I have a, a skin condition. But, you know, other than that, I just get up and do it. And I thought maybe I have noticed that the engagement doesn't go up or down depending on how, how I look, which is interesting because it's such a visual medium. You would think, oh, my hair has to be perfect, mm -hmm. but it's also your brand, right? So I'm really inviting people into my home and into my, into my office, into my life. And they want to see me 
having coffee and in my robe my kids yeah you know for if i were an it company probably wouldn't do that i'd probably do something maybe just with a black screen and just talking about ransomware or whatever is coming up but i don't know yeah i mean unless you're doing you're talking about how coming in your pajamas and talking about how you're always 24 hours taking care of their computers you could do that that would be funny <laughs> That would be really funny. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, that would be really funny. But I think just doing it, I think people are really hard on themselves and and hypercritical and they're going to start looking, oh, you know, I look funny. Just put, once you start putting it out there, you're going to get a lot more comfortable and then you'll be able to self-edit. You'll know based on the feedback you get if something is good or not. So I don't think people should judge themselves too harshly in the beginning. No. And that's a really good point that it didn't make a difference whether you had your hair made up or you had a baseball cap on that people, the engagement and everything was still the same. And it kind of goes back to, we had another guest on the podcast. She's a photographer and she talks about the photogenic myth that everybody has that I'm not photogenic and it really doesn't have anything to do with that. It has to do with your personality and how things Mm -hmm. come forward, the confidence, all that good stuff. So that would, I've, think would go right along with them. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much, Krista. We enjoyed having you on. I'm going to share my screen here so that we can see your website and then everyone can hop over there. Do you have anything fun for us? It's myjoycode.com. Myjoycode.com. Yep. Yeah. Everybody can join for the 21 days. It's free. Just go to the blog. And also you can get the eight days to joy downloadable journal, which is really nice if you want to start journaling, uh, because I put writing prompts in there to help you to engage your inner creative being and all of that. So that's a lot of fun. That actually came from a workshop called Manifesting Joy. And I thought, heck, I might as well share it with everyone. And manifest some of that joy. Manifest the joy. Yes. Yeah. And I love this. And it's instant access. So yeah. we don't have to wait for emails and confirmation mm. codes and everything. Yep. And yeah, so we can work with you in a bunch of different ways. And uh, of course, have your videos up on your website, which is another yeah. place to showcase things. So yes, 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 yes. So there's a lot and they can reach you if they need to right through myjoycode.com in the contact yeah. section, I assume. Yep. Yep. There's contact. They can contact me there. And yep. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you. We'll talk again soon. I hope. Yes, definitely. All right. Bye. Bye.